What up, Shade? Welcome back to the RKS. It's Rachel here, and today we have some very special guests lined up. We're going to be learning about our humanity through literature, so stick around and we'll see what we can do with that. Since the beginning of time, in Eden Garden to medieval times of war, all the way to times of awakenings and revelations in the Renaissance, humans have failed. We just cannot seem to get it together and not mess something up. But there seems to be a trend. There's always a way to correct their mistakes, or a way out, if you will, a way to redeem themselves. Literature teaches us that humanity is fallen but redeemable. We fail and fail and fail, but somehow there's always a way to get back right. In this episode, we will be using several different pieces of literature to show how humanity is fallen but redeemable. Chapter 1 in Genesis of the Bible, the Song of Roland from the Medieval Time Period, and The Tempest by William Shakespeare. Our first guest we have today will be talking to us from Genesis chapter 1, Miss Holly Molnax. In the book of Genesis, it tells us how God created beautiful things and how everything came to be. The things God created were marvelous and unique. The creation that was most important to God was man. Then God had made beasts of the field and brought up a tree of knowledge that is of good and evil. God commanded and said, Thou shalt not eat of it. God had made a serpent which was more subtle than any beast in the field. God made woman. The woman's name was Eve. She had disobeyed God by eating food off the tree. And God had punished Eve, and the serpent fleeted. God forgave Eve, and he let her bring forth children, and also gave them a beautiful life as long as they lived. So even though they chose something that they did not have over their perfect life and disobeyed God, he still forgave them. And many years later, God gave mankind the ultimate redeemer, his son, Jesus. So they literally ruined everything perfect that they have, and they still were given away to redeem themselves. Our next guest will be talking to us about The Tempest by William Shakespeare, Miss Lauren Gammon. In The Tempest, we see that there are many themes, especially with forgiveness instead of revenge. When Prospero made the choice of seeking virtue or vengeance, that was the choice like the few society make to, to be enlightened by their journey and to take action that makes them redeemable. Even Caliban, although how much he hates Prospero, he asks for forgiveness and Prospero then freeing him 
proves Caliban is redeemable. That he is worthy of more than what they made him. It is in literature that a character's journey parallels our own conflicts and how we chose to act. One must prove himself worthy of being forgiven or of making his journey have a goal. Prospero may have realized that although he could have used force against the king and his followers to restore his dukedom, to be in amicable circumstance with them would make pleasant new beginnings. And it did. Tempest Prospero finds his way out by overcoming his own wants of revenge and forgiving his wrongdoers instead. This was Prospero's redemption. Forgiveness gave him his freedom. Our final guest is Miss Caitlin Rowe talking to us about the Song of Roland. Charlemagne's army is fighting the Muslims in Spain. The last city standing is Saragossa, held by the Muslim king Marsilia. Afraid of Charlemagne, Charlemagne's and the Frank, Marsilia sends out a messenger promising treasure and Marsilia's conversion to Christianity. If they go back to France, the Franks. If they go back to France, the Franks are tired of fighting, so they go back. Roland nominates his stepfather, Ganelon, and Ganelon becomes enraged. Ganelon is scared he will die in the hands of bloodthirsty pagans and suspects that this is just Roland's intent. Ganelon has long hated Roland and finds a chance for revenge on his way back to Saragossa with the messenger. Ganelon tells the Saracens how they can attack the rear guard of Shalman's army. Just as Ganelon suspected, Roland was leading the rear guard and the pagans ambushed the Christians, knowing they are outnumbered oliver asked roland to send out his uh, elephant his horn made out of elephant tusks to come for help roland proudly refuses saying that the rear guard can easily be the pagans the battle clearly turns out against them and roland knows it's too late to blow his horn now but he does anyways he sounded the horn so loud that his temples bust Roland dies a glorious martyr's death, and saints take his soul straight to paradise. Charlemagne's army defeats the pagans and takes their country. Later they find out about Ganelon's betrayal and tears him limb by limb by galloping horses. Roland is proud and thinks he does not need help from anyone. That is his fault, but there's always been a way for him to get help in the horn. That's his way out but it takes till the very last second for him to get over himself and blow it. There was a way out, just like there's always, there always is, but you have to choose to use it. The horn will not blow itself. Roland had to see his own fault before he found his way out by blowing the horn.
Again, in the Song of Roland, we see that in order to find their redemption, the person, in this case Roland, must first recognize his own faults, and then he gains his redemption. We see Roland blow the horn during the last minutes of his life, and then we are told that the saints take his soul straight to heaven. Roland had been redeemed. In this episode of the RKS, we've learned through literature that humanity is fallen but redeemable, always redeemable. We saw Eve disobey God but then see God forgive her. Prospero overcome revenge with forgiveness to find freedom. And lastly, Roland recognized his own faults in order to find his redemption, even if that was in another life. Thank you for listening to this episode of the RKS. Please subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes to come. Bye!